welcome to episode 95 of Terrorvision Horror Podcast Splatter Chatter, an unedited, unscripted chat about horror movies. I'm one of your hosts, Jennifer Strand, and joining me is our very own limb collector, Dan McGuinness. I am here. You are here. Dan, what you been doing? What have I been doing this last block of time? I have been hard working on my new book. Yes. It's I know exciting. everyone does. You know, I'm writing a book. Everyone says that. But I actually am a, a you, book person. You are a book person. You I'm do. a published author and illustrator. Yes. Um, my new thing I've been doing is a hom- horror comedy graphic novel for kids. Yep. Uh, which I think is a very lacking genre within Australia. There's a, f- there's a fair lot of OS, uh, OS and yep. shit like that. But um, I mean, when people think about horror for kids, they think it's a, like, you know, Goosebumps. That's yeah. what people think about straight away. But um, there's a lot of cool stuff out there for kids. Gateway horrors, basically. Yeah. So there's like um, there's young reader like this isn't graphic novels I'm talking about. There's stuff like you know Stranger Things has their own like young kids yeah. like because let's face it, every kid watched Stranger Things. Yes. Like it was like crazy. You know, kids love horror, mm-hmm. and I loved horror as a kid, and that and that gave them. A new generation and in. Yeah. Like, the, there's not much, like, gateway stuff at the moment. No, there's not. Got, like, the Goosebumps movies and then like the stuff like The Last Kids Last Kids on Earth, you know, that from a graphic novel. Sure. Um, which is on Netflix. There's a couple of Netflix shows, but not really. You know what I mean? Like, mm. not these films that, like, parents and kids can enjoy, like Monster Squad. Yeah. Like, you know, kids and parents can enjoy that kind of thing. I mean, there's some, there's like the Hotel Transylvania stuff, which I is, is more comedy. <laughs> yeah, it, it's just, it, it is a comedy with just with monsters. Yeah, yeah, uh, and stuff like that. So I wanted to create like a 1980s horror uh, homage yep. for kids now. So the parents reading it will get the, will get the references and the kids uh, re- reading it will get just... The coolness of the monsters yeah. and the, not gore, but like, you know, there's versions of it. So my first one is, uh, it's like basically it, I did Evil Dead. Yeah. As like, as the overbranching kind of thing, but it's different. You know what I mean? Like it's, but if you've seen Evil Dead, you're like, oh, I get it. Yeah. You know, that's replacing this. This is replacing that. Like it's not a cabin in the woods. It's a scout hall and, you know, they're not Kandarian demons. They're possessed scouts and yeah. stuff like that. And awesome. Yeah, the trees don't rape you. They just have giant noses and put boogie everywhere. <laughs> Stuff like that. That's probably for the best. Um, yeah, and so, yeah, I've been doing that and I've just finished all the penciling of it and I'm just working on the inking and colouring now and I'll probably do two chapters and then I'll send it off to my agent yep. and see what she says. And I will I will keep this going as an ongoing saga of what I've been doing because this is a little, little journey. Like, book industry's hard. Yeah. I don't expect this to go anywhere. You can't expect anything. But like in um, Tick, Tick, Boom, which I watched recently. Have you seen that? No. I love anything done by that dude. Okay. Let's see uh, um, In the Heights and Hamilton guys. One of his. I don't know if it's his newest thing. But anyhow, it's like uh, Garfield. What's that actor? Um, Andrew Garfield. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, playing the guy who created Rent. And it's his life story. But, oh, but, ah. but it is genius. Okay. Like, everything that I do touches is like, I love In the Heights. I love Hamilton. Yep. Like, those things to me are like, and then every, next thing you have, all three of them, vastly different. Okay. All musicals, but like, holy shit. Anyhow, mm-hmm. um, as they say in Tick, Tick, Boom, like, what, because he's a playwright and, you know, if you don't do it the first time, you just write the next one. Yeah. And then you write the next one. And then you write the next one. Oh, and it's always fascinating to me because every time, 
like I, I talk to a lot of people. I myself have done it. It's like, you know what? I'm going to get my shit together. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to finally do this. When you say to me, I'm going to sit down and write a book, I expect that the next time I see you, you've 100% started doing that. And yeah. that's just you. Well, that's my actually another thing. I'm just in the moment. I'm in the in the middle of an assessment for ADHD. Yes, you are. And um, my wife got upset, assessed, and uh, mild something or other got. But mm-hmm. like me, the more I look into it, holy shit. Yeah. I reckon I may have a very hard case of it. Um, from just like I, everything I thought was just me being dumb my whole life, or my problems, or stuff like that, is exactly what this shit is. Yeah. And I'm like. Fuck, why didn't I number one, why didn't I do this earlier? So if you're a person out there, if you're like if you have trouble learning, if you have trouble like uh concentrating, mm-hmm. if you have you know, if you have uh, you hyper focus, you get into shit that you can't like you just get into something, or if you hobby hop and all that kind of shit, you may have ADHD and there may be a pill out there that can fucking level the you the fuck out and you can get so much more done and you won't feel as dumb. I can't do my times tables. Yeah. I don't know my times table. No, I'm neither. 43 years old and I know my 10s, 5s and 20s. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I couldn't I've I've kind of learned my 3s, but that's just from working with like omnibus books, which are like 3 in 1 books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I've kind of learned it. But yeah, like I found when I was a lot younger, I could sit down and I could spend the whole day reading a book. I sit down now, I open, I get to a page and I'm like oh, I should probably do this. Oh, I should probably do that. Like, I get so distracted so quickly my brain cannot sit and focus on yeah, one thing. Yeah, it might be a symptom like, of ADHD. You know, it's just one of those things. It's crazy. And I, I, I feel if you've ever felt that you're dumb yes. um, or if you can't keep up or you don't feel like you're as smart as other people, those three things, it might just be that. It mm. might Because it, it, it stops you learning. Yeah. Like, I can't, you know, I thought my whole life I was just dumb. Like, I seriously thought that my whole life. Um, and it just might have been that I just have a, a blockage in this part of me. I know, no, I'm not dumb. I can do You're heaps not dumb. of shit. No. I, you know, but yeah. Anyway, sorry. Way off track. No, it's, well, it's a, it's a good track to be on because I think nowadays is this is something that a lot of people, especially our age, is starting to be diagnosed with because it was something that we probably should have got, gotten checked when we were younger, yeah. but back then it's a well, you have different to, kind to get of thing. It, to get it assessed, you have to like give all your primary school and high school um, report cards. Yeah. Because they can see, because if you've got it, you've had it your whole life. Yeah. You got kind of thing. And they can see the signs of where it was ignored back then, but what the, the people they write. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is probably going to be bullshit. And I read all mine and they're like, it'd be all right if Dan could sit still and pay attention. He cannot be put with other people. He, uh, you know, he cannot do this and that. You know, he's terrible at math. He's terrible at spelling. He just can't concentrate. He yep. won't sit still. And I'm like, oh man, shit! Mm. Look at that pattern that goes through like for the, that whole period. Yeah, anyway, that's your life. What do you mean, Dom? Me? Whew. Um, yeah, like we. I mean, we've obviously had a break, and in that time, I I worked a lot, which is why I sort of decided that we needed to have a couple of weeks off. But I've actually been getting into making. Synthwave. Oh shit! Yeah. Um, I, are we gonna are you gonna remake our opening theme? I will. I'll give it. A, I'll give it a crack. No matter how good or bad it is, we're using it. Yeah, you know no, that. It's fine. Even if it's just a high pitch <laughs> for like ten minutes. Well, I, black like, rainbow style. I've been having so much fun with it, and it's something so. I don't have a lot of hobbies because, again, I don't have a lot of time. I don't have the concentration for it. 
So I've got this podcast and now I've been doing this. So I've been feeling super creative. I've just been dicking around and playing with it. A lot of it ends up kind of really gloomy, like very doom- doom-esque. Doom- rather it, than, yeah, sludgy. Like. Yeah, rather than uh, synthy, upbeat 80s horror kind of vibe, um, which is fine. Do you, start, do you ever listen to Salem? No. Which house? That's its genre. Sure. Like house music done by witches. Sure. And yeah, I, I mean, I fucking love Salem. I, I, I'll lend it to you, but yeah. it's like you might be going down that track. It's basically evil Twin Peaks music. I'm okay with that. Like, you but know, that a- kind of eerie, but like... Yeah, but I am also like I I played drums for for years, um, so I don't actually have a lot of like music theory behind me. So when it comes to creating melody, I do everything by ear, and I'm like, that's how a yeah, lot of people do it. You've been you know. talking like, you know, the fact you can play drums, that's the fucking backbone of that shit. Exactly. That's like the fucking that's the meat and potatoes. It's the meat and potatoes, yeah. So, yeah, like I like I say, I've been super busy with work, but I've been coming home and I've been like messing Have around. You got with any some beats I can hear? No, not yet. I've got nothing yet. I've just been playing around. I've not been saving anything. The one time I went to save it, I like clicked the wrong button and I lost everything. Oh. Um, and I'd really I'd spliced in an audio clip from Hellraiser and everything. What Hellraiser? Like, what was it? Um, Sights to show you. Yeah, yeah. Why you not? Know, classic, classic. But Can you just do one called Kirsty? It's like Kirsty. <laughs> I could do that. I was I was playing around with another one and it was like I, I pulled a clip from The Shining and it's like um, the bit where he's in. Hey, Doc. <laughs> he's like confirmed ghost story and horror fiend or whatever. So it's going to be a it's strict horror since wave? Yeah, probably. Yeah, fuck yeah. Why wouldn't it be? It's just going to be like it'll be it'll become very Doom-esque. Okay, I so feel. we're going to – you have to do this. You have to I finish will. at least our opening theme. Yeah, I'll do that. Well, I mean, what? It's like 15 seconds? Yeah, yeah. If that. It'll be fine. No, but at the end, it's a bit longer. Okay. But yeah. 20 you, seconds. Yeah, But you have to put all those notes in there. You need like the fucking, that cheesiness of fun, but also the scariness. Well, that's the thing. It's, it's getting the cheesiness of fun that I'm kind of losing. That's where I'm losing it. So, but yeah. But anyway, we have had a little bit of a break. And uh, in that time, uh, we've actually been able to sit down and catch up on a th- a lot of movies. Um, you've been sick. You've you've I had been gastro, recovering. Mate. I had it for gastro. five fucking days. That is disgusting. Like that's a long session of just shitting. Yeah. No. Like I lost heaps of weight. I assume. And then um, <laughs> yeah, it was the worst. I had a fever. So I had fever dreams no. and that shit. Like uh, you know, delirium. Yeah. Sweating. Mm-hmm. I sweat one night more than I have ever sweat. I woke up and I couldn't get my t-shirt off because it was wet and when i took it off it slapped the ground when it hit it wow and it stank weird smell as well not just like bo it was like a weird i don't know what the fuck was going on the smell of gastro yeah the smell of gastro oh god okay well why don't we get into what we've been watching so do you want to kick us off so i uh, i also i watched I'm, I'm going to lightly say things because a lot of these things I watched was because I got inspired by our last episode of, um, what was our last Horror ep- comedies. Horror comedies. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I've watched that in a while. I've watched that in a while. i watched that in a while. So I'm going to quickly mention some of them because we've already talked about them in that last episode. But I went back and watched a whole bunch of them because I was just like, you know what? I fucking love those films. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. And that's, that's what I love about listening to things or talking about things is it kind of inspires you to go back and check yeah. it out. 
Uh, so the first one I watched, uh, we, we both watched. We did. We're not going to talk about that. Is um, should we do it non-spoilery? Yeah, uh, let, let's try. Because it's a try. new film. Uh, we watched spoilers. The Northman, mm-hmm. which um, it, it's not a horror film, but my word, it is. It's got a lot of aspects, like a lot. It's got. Um, I watched it actually before I watched it. So if you don't know what it is, The Northman, two thousand twenty-two. It's a uh, Robert Eggers. Robert Eggers, so the is, witch man, and yep. what else has he done? There's another thing as well. The Lighthouse. The Lighthouse, that was it, that was yep. it. Um, which is, they're all horrors. Yeah, essentially. In yeah, their psychological own horrors. Yeah. Um, horrors. Horrors. Ooh, he's, he's like those, he's like a high concept horror man. Yes. We don't yes, use that other word, what is no, it? No, elevated horror. Yeah, I don't no. like that word. No. It means it can go down as well, because it's an elevator. Go either way. Well, you could be already on the top floor and you get on there and you go down. That's that's where all my films are, down there. <laughs> yeah, you're on the basement, <laughs> sub, sub basement. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, so it's about, it's basically uh, uh, Vikings. Are they Vikings? Yeah. Uh, uh, story of, of Vikings. It's very, from what I assume, um, historically accurate. I'm going to say in, yes. In the beliefs. I don't know about that. If um, Chad Habel, if you listen to this podcast, your uh, wife Lisa, she she I'm pretty sure she did a PhD in Vikings and she knows Fuck her yeah. shit. That's interesting. So I'd like to hear her opinions on that. Um, but uh, yeah, and it's about a guy. It's basically a revenge film. It is. So basically, without giving any away. Yeah, I, I really don't want to add too many spoilers, if anything. But yeah, basically this this prince, um, he's on the verge of becoming a man when he is he witnesses off. his father's murder. Um, by his uncle, who then kidnaps the boy's mother, and the boy flees. And he grows the, up the into a fucking hunking uh, Skarsgård. Yeah, he. Um, he's what's a, his first name? Is it Alexander? Alexander Skarsgård, yeah. and he, and he is just fueled. So he is just fueled by revenge. Like he is going he one to track. avenge. What's he? He's got that line, and he's just like. He says that through the whole movie. His whole life is like three sentences. It's like, like I'm going to avenge your mother and save your father. No, no, no. I'm going to save your mother and avenge. Avenge your father. my father. Save my mother. Yeah. Kill my uncle. Yeah. That's all he cares about. Yeah. And we and you got uh, there are gods. It's set in a world where their beliefs are real. Yeah. So it is this like not Norse, but it's like this mythology. So you know that you've got the Valkyries. You've got, you've got Bjork. magic. You've, you've, Bjork's in it. Fucking, I love Bjork. Bjork after her fucking tragic fucking scarring of Dancer in the Dark, <sighs> vowing never to be in a film again. Well, I mean, who did La- who Lars, direct- Lars Trion, what was his name? Yeah, like, I mean. Yeah, that- scar- she was like, no, I'm never, ever. Which do- is fair. That film was devastating. Fantastic. She was great in that. But I figured she just rocked up to set dressed like that, and they're like, "Do you need <laughs> to go to makeup?" And they're like, "No, nah, I'm, I'm good." I'm like, cool. you don't have any eyes, York. Um, yeah. Anyhow, uh, but what we what we can talk about is the gore. Oh fuck yeah! Because this movie is the gore. Yeah. Like there is a bit in it where he makes a fucking jigsaw puzzle of body parts and yeah. sticks it up on a wall. So this film isn't just about his revenge. His revenge isn't killing this guy. So they they believe. In this film, uh, Bobby, the Viking thing, that the best death you can have is by the steel in battle. Yeah. So they do not give a shit if they die. Yeah. No, they give a shit if they die, but they have to die in battle by a blade. Yeah. So it can't And even be the women just... believe that. They yeah. want to die like that. Like, it's insane. So if you kill someone in battle and stab them, even if you want to kill them, that's good for them. Yeah. They... Anyway, it's weird. 
Um, but they have these strange beliefs, like if you know, if you if 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 you die without your heart, not in battle, it's very bad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he start he doesn't just go like I'm going to revenge these cunts. Yeah. I'm not just going to kill my uncle. I'm going to fuck with them until they go crazy. I'm going to take their beliefs and twist them. Yeah. And it's fuck. God it's damn. And this dude's good at making that scary shit. Like. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's like one step up, um, below the guy whose name has literally just flown out of my head. It's probably is Lars von Trier actually, like, because uh, like there's certain sequences in this that reminded me of the house that Jack built, um, with the especially with the body parts. But I mean, this is graphic. Like, you know, he's he's part of this Viking tribe, and he's they they sort of take on this animalistic. Yeah, so yeah, you know, kind to of go like- into battle, they're like. They go completely like yeah, uh, like uh, I had the words like not rabid, but they go yeah, just full animal. Yeah, they yell and they scream. They lose all like humanity kind of yeah. thing, and that's a real high point for them. They like they need that to yeah. like, and like you know people don't see that as a bad thing. No, they see it as like fuck yeah, you can fucking yeah, like you are a worthy adversary. Like you're doing this and doing and that. You got some names in there as well. Yeah. Def- was Willem Dafoe in it? Willem yeah. Dafoe was in that and you did see some Willem Dafoe penis very briefly. Why not? Green Why Goblin. Not? Yeah. <laughs> Get your gobbo out. <laughs> He's got his gobbo out. Uh, you know, Nicole Kidman's in this. Oh, yeah, Nicole. Fuck. Um, don't don't talk about her, yeah. Old Nikki Kay. Um, she plays the mum. She does play the mum. Ethan Hawke, he plays the, the dad. Yeah, which I didn't even recognise. No. Well, he doesn't look like Ethan Hawke now so much. Well, I mean, he, he does. But... He was in... um. He's in Moon Knight, isn't he? He's the bad guy yes. in Moon Knight. Yeah. So, but in this, he's got long he's hair and a beard, a beard, which usually disguises anyone. Yes. You can put a long hair and beard on any actor, and you're like, is, is that is yeah, that that guy? Yeah, it looks like that guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, Anya Taylor Joy, who was in um, the She's witch, the lizard lady. Yeah. I call she, her the lizard lady. Her she, eyes are on the side of her head. Hey, yeah, she she definitely has a look about her. She's but. in heaps of shit though. Now she was that queen in the whatever that royalty TV show. The she Queen's Gambit. Last night in Soho. Yeah. Um, all that kind of shit. Which I still haven't watched. I need to watch Last Night in Soho. I tried to watch it and turn it off halfway through. Oh no. It's too depressing. No. Okay, um, sure. Which is really weird because Edgar Wright's usually not like that. No. I mean, um, I probably should get back to it, but I just won't. Yeah, we're like, not going to. It's all we can talk about. Yeah, it, it. I enjoyed it heaps. Yeah, look, I didn't. It's like, long. It was I watched long. it over two nights. Uh, see, I did it in one sitting, and like I struggle to sit for lengthy periods just because I have a really bad back at the moment. Um, so just it's painful to sit and do things. But so, but I did watch it in like one sitting, and I found myself like at points like just kind of. Moving around. Looking at my phone and starting to fidget and it's like, oh, we've still got this much time. And I'm like, it doesn't matter. Like, it was really good. Um, but, yeah, I definitely want to hear what your friend has to say about it. I did um, I did uh, watch a video beforehand about it of, like, how Skarsgård got fit for it because I like watching the film, like, his personal trainer. Yeah. The trainer that he has is, like, the dude does everyone. Yeah. And he's, like, you know, he's on set, you know, there doing shit, you know, like, you know, for this scene, he's going to have his shirt off, so we got to do these exercises. But he got them ready, like, and he was like, you're going to be swinging a lot of axes, so we got to... He goes, like, if I was a man that grew up just swinging axes and that, he goes, these are the muscles I would build up. So he built his body up, not yeah. just to look like a muscly dude, but how in that time they would be that muscly. So if you look at actually Skarsgård's body, he's not super buff in the back and yeah. shit. Like, he's muscly, but he's only muscly in ways that he... 
the the trainer was like, if you're a guy living like this, doing this and doing these things, you would only be muscly in these areas and shit. Yeah, right. And he's like, so into it, man. Yeah. And he goes, and because you're going to be swinging a lot of axes, you don't want to pull muscles. So like, he worked like different bits of him. So like, he could do all the fighting scenes without fucking tweaking his back. Because he goes, if you tweak your back, that everyone has to stop shooting. And that yeah. could cost thousands and like millions of dollars. And this movie... It's was all like set in location. $90 million as well. Like this this had a very big budget. Yeah, what's with that? Like It was all basically the location as well. Because Scars guy was like, we were just basically camping out there living like the people. Yeah. So, I mean, like, that's Robert Eggers for you though. He's just like, I don't care. I want to make this film. So I don't know. If and it was all set in like um, Iceland and shit yeah. like that. So you're looking at these like crazy locations. Like it makes Lord of the Rings look like pretty. a piece of shit. Very pretty. Nah, it doesn't. Lord of the Rings is pretty good. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. yeah, have a look at it. I mean, it's not, not for definitely not for everyone. My wife didn't like it in the end. She was like, oh, yeah, yeah. it was cool, but, like, it was fucking horrible. Yeah, look, I, I feel that it, it, it's going to divide a lot of people. You're either going to like it, you're not going to like it. Like I, I keep on thinking it was called The Foreman. <laughs> I keep on going to say, like, the, like it's like George Foreman's going to come out and, like, or he's like a dude in a... Like I can imagine, you know, the scenes where he's like walking around all buff and he's like got a fucking like fluoro vest on. <laughs> the foreman. Or like Red Foreman from that 70s show. He's just come out to put his foot in your ass. Exactly. <laughs> what do you watch else? All right. So I checked out Monstrous. Um, this one was streaming on Tubi, uh, Tubi TV. Um, it is to 2022. It's directed by Chris Siv- Siviston, um, whose only real uh, directing credit is like cheerleaders must die or something hmm. um i don't know how he landed christina ricci, or yeah, ricci Rick, for that film like i i do not know so right. it's basically this this woman it's set in the 1950s this woman is fleeing an abusive husband and she takes her seven-year-old and they go and they start a new life in a very secluded lake house um but pretty soon after sort of settling in it becomes very clear that there is something in the lake. And it starts to terrorize her son. Um, now, this film, realistically for me, should have ticked all my boxes because, like, you've got it's set in the 1950s. It's a horror film. It's an aquatic horror. There's film. There's a lake monster. And it's it stars Christina Ricci. Ricci. I don't even know how to pronounce her name. Um, but it just it falls so flat. Like. <laughs> It's, it was a struggle to get through because it sort of starts to change its direction as to where it's going. And at one point, it, it tried to sort of start playing off some kind of weird psychological horror, which I feel that if this script was in the hands of someone like A24, um, it probably would have been a very different film and could have still had the same sort of set in the 50s, this thing, these themes, but they just... Yeah, it did not know. get good ratings. No. You're it, looking at like threes and fours out of ten. Yeah, no, I gave it like a two out of five. And that was being generous. Because she carries the whole film. Like she, her performance is just carries the whole film as well. And, you know, it's really hard when you're you've got not a lot to work with. So What was the kid like as an actor? Um, he was kind of like he was okay. I wouldn't really say that he's going to have a... He didn't stand out and go, that kid knows how to act. Yeah, he's not going to have like a Haley Joel Osment career. No. Or anything like that. So, yeah. So, do not recommend? Look, 
if you are bored or you're sick and it's a rainy Sunday afternoon and you've got nothing else to watch, watch that. Right. But maybe read a book first. <laughs> I watched also Dale Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Yep. From 2010. Did you like it? It's pretty funny. It's very like, funny. It's like it's it has that vibe of you know the clever horror taking like kind of cabin in the woods style taking like a, a traditional idea and then just kind of flipping it on its head. Yep. For for the purposes of, for the purposes of comedy. Um, and yeah, I kind of liked it. It was funny. It was like it, it was just a bunch of you know teenage kids that go up to the cabin in the woods and. Tucker and Dale have just bought the cabin in the woods next to them as their, their holiday home, which is a cursed place or whatever. And of course, the, the all the vacuous teens immediately just decide that you know Tucker and Dale are like killers or yeah, whatever, redneck hillbilly killers. Yeah, redneck hillbilly killers, and they're just these nice dudes. And uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and them acting through like their paranoia, just keep accidentally killing themselves. And then, which, but no one sees them accidentally no. kill. Like they run, they you know, like they run at one of them to try and attack him, and then he just bends down and picks it, and he, and he like flies into a, a fucking wood chipper and all this shit. Yeah, and it's just, and they're just like constantly like Tucker and Dale, the redneck dudes. They're just constantly like traumatized yeah, by all this it's, shit it's happening. Like this whole film's like a comedy of errors, but. You can see how if this was a different film, or well, from a perspective of was, someone else, if yeah. they just look like they're they're killers, yeah, like, exactly. Uh, but they're not. <laughs> no, it's such a great film. Even my mum and I'm pretty certain I said this in the the horror uh, the comedy episode that we did. But even my mum watched this and she messaged me one time to be like, "Have you seen this film? It's really funny." I'm like, I yeah. Have. Well, I um, uh, yeah, I I watched it purely from that last episode. Yeah. Um, which is most of my stuff that I watched this week. And uh, I enjoyed it. It's good fun. Like, it's got good gore in it. Yeah. Funny gore. Like, you know, so many people just accidentally get killed. And but you've just... also got Alan Tyduck in it, and he's just really good in uh, Firefly? everything. Firefly? Yep, sure. <laughs> Firefly. Resident Alien? I haven't watched that yet. I've heard well, mixed reviews. Yeah. Okay. It's a good comic. It's based on a graphic novel series mm. by Dark Horse. Yeah. What did you get? What's your next one? My next one. Um, I watched the 2022 Firestarter. I didn't even know they were doing this. Uh, well, here's until the... I saw the tra- like the trailer come up. Yeah. Well, I the first thing I said was um, any film that is promoted more so through the soundtrack. So like they have been going ham on promoting the soundtrack because obviously the soundtrack is done by John Carpenter, his son, basically the trio that do a lot of soundtracks yeah, at the yeah. moment. Um, I've seen more advertisements and marketing for the soundtrack than I had for the, the film. film. <laughs> and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, and by the way, the film is out now. Right now. So, right now. you know, I thought, well, yeah, all right, let's just keep riding. And this. what did you rank? So I, I went to watch this and I didn't because I just saw the reviews and they were so scathing that I was like, oh, maybe it's just not worth watching whatsoever. And they were all stuff, the, the, the reviews seemed to be like, why the fuck did you change this? Why did you do this? Why is that? This seems irrelevant. This yeah. seems like a waste of time. And I'm like, oh, that's what I got from that Poltergeist remake, like the same vibe. So I was like, do I really want to waste my time? No, I, I went and I went back and watched something I've watched my entire life. Yeah. Which I, my I mean, one. look, it. I haven't read the book 
And I don't remember. I know I've seen the original Drew Barrymore, Drew Barrymore Firestarter, but I couldn't tell you anything about it. It's not so, one. It's not one, your thing. Oh no! It's just like one of those films that I watched when I was young and just never went back to it. Mm-hmm. You know, it happens. Um, but yeah, like so for me, I have nothing to compare it to. I'm going into this film just being like, okay, there's this kid that has like pyrokinetic powers. And she's don't get me wrong. I don't think the original was even that good. I don't think it was. Like that's probably why I've not watched it since. I'm it's sure not, the like, book's stuck fine. out in my brain. Um, it's just a Stephen King curse. It's a yeah. Stephen King book, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, like you know how his films just don't really nail. I mean, it did. The, the yes. remake of it is probably the best example. And Pet Cemetery is kind of cool as a film. Like mm. with, if you haven't read the book, but I'm trying to think of other ones that are really good. Like his remakes. Oh, the Langoliers. I haven't seen it. Oh, the 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 telly movie of the Tommy Knockers with Jimmy Smith. <laughs> <laughs> you just love Jimmy Smith. It's true, I do. You do. Uh, but like you know, so it's basically this family. They're they're hiding from the government. They've got powers of their own. So like, there's telekinetic or whatever or whatever. Zach Efron's in it. I hate the fact that I'm now old enough to that he's playing dad roles because when I remember Zach Efron, he was in High School Musical. Yeah. Which was, I don't know anything. He's a Disney kid, isn't he? He's a Disney kid. Yeah, I don't know and anything now about he's him. playing dad roles. Um, but yeah, so it's basically like this this kid and the dad going off hiding from these people that are hunting them down, and then you know he gets captured, and then she has to save has him. Has to save him with her fucking with her twisted fire star. Bo- bof- Ooh, prodigy oh. reference. Nice. Um, but yet, like it was would not watch again. Look, I probably, I won't. Like, I gave it two and a half stars originally and, like, it was okay for what it was. It passed the time. I believe it had, like, an hour and 30 runtime, so any longer than that and I would have been out. But, yeah, like, it was, it was a film and I watched it. <laughs> great, great review for a movie podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it was a film I watched. Well, it, it is also just come out last week or the week before. I do not want to spoil it too much yeah, for Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. All so, right. Um, so yeah, I, I I I didn't watch that, but I went back and I decided instead of watching Firestarter, I would watch Freddy's Dead: The Final Nightmare from 1991. Nice. <laughs> Is that the one with Brecken Myers? I'm choking. <laughs> Stop choking. Um, which one's Brecken Myers? Brecken Myers is the he's like friends with Seth Green and all that. He's like it's the video game reference one. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm I can't remember who's in there. There is. In the... Yeah, I don't know. I don't think it does. Anyhow, um, I really love this film. Um, I know it's not rated as the... uh, No one likes this one. And I'm like, it's the proper ending of it, apart from, like, Freddy vs. Jason or anything like that. This is a great film. Like, they did that thing in it where... When you went into the dream world at the end, it went to 3D in the cinemas. Oh. So basically, the storyline is that, like, everyone's done. You know what I mean? Like, the, the Elm Street kids are all dead. Freddy's kind of, like, irrelevant now. And so he, that apparently he had a daughter. Yeah. Okay. And this one. no, no, apparently he had a kid. And this kid thinks he's Freddy's son. And. You know, all this stuff happens. What it is is Freddie wanting to get out of Elms, uh, get out of Springwood. Is it Springwood? Yep. 
um, and he can be pulled out of Springwood and go to another town in his bloodline. So he's trying to attract his, like, in the end, his daughter yeah. and get in her, in her brain so he can go out. And it makes sense kind of thing. We're within the Freddy universe, you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it quite, and it's got it's got really good characters in it. You got the troubled kids, of course. You got a kid with a hearing aid, so you can have a hearing aid base kill. You've got, and they're all good Freddy kills. So you got the stoner who's like, you know, he's like asleep on the couch, and all the fucking like, he's like, hey, let's get high. You know, like, doo 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 yeah. that that music, and the cartoons come out of the, and it looks wicked. Yeah. And and then he gets yeah trapped into the Nintendo video game. Yeah, that's got Breck like. That's Breck you know, and Meyer, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah, him, yeah. Um, you know, you got the tough girl who's like been abused like by her, her parents and stuff like that, and you know. They're typical good Freddy. They're good Freddy kills. Yep. Or they, it has all those cool Freddy ideas. You know, like getting knocked out. There's a there's a sleep fucking expert in there. You know, you got all these cool fucking cool shit. I mean, you forget the most important part is that there is a cameo with Roseanne and Tom Arnold. Yeah, yeah, in, <laughs> yeah. Because they go back to uh, Springwood and there's no kids there yeah. and everyone's fucked up and it's wicked and they go to like. The school and there's a teacher there still teaching. There's no kids there and he's, they're all mad like, yeah. from what's happening. He's like doing in, in like 1782 and he's like, doing these rhymes about Freddy and everything's based around Freddy. He's like, yeah. obsessed. And um, it's just cool. And then at the end, they're like, they work out that you can put, grab Fred, you can grab shit and pull it out of your dream so you can take stuff in with you as well. So they, yeah. they take in 3D glasses and she goes, why would I want to take this in? And he goes, well, in your dreams, it can be whatever you want. Yeah, kind of thing. So in the dreams, when she puts the 3D glasses on, the 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 in the cinema, it went 3D, and you had to put your 3D glasses on. And I've never seen that in a film where you only wear it for parts of the film. So when you're in the dreams, it seemed really weird because it's in 3D. Yeah, such a fucking sick idea. And my yeah, it just makes sense as well. Like it's it remind it's like favorite ones. No, I mean on street three. You know, I'm final nightmare, and then my third one is probably like, uh, like Wes Craven's New Nightmare. I love yep. that idea. That's like, because that's that's that clever horror. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. doing like the, the horror within the horror. And like, I don't know. When when you compare it to like the fucking Dream Child five number five, that's fucking rubbish. <laughs> How could you say this one is any worse than it? Reviewers, critics, critics. Boo. Anyway, I watched that and it was wicked fun. I loved it. Like, uh, it's like I didn't realize as well how much I liked it that every line I just knew in my head yeah. and like, and I was like, oh man, this is the one I've watched. I the- like when you watch a film and you're kind of reminded of that. Like, yeah. oh man, I watch this film a lot. I really love this film. Yeah. Like, damn. Okay. What else you got? All right, so I watched The Sadness. Mm. Um, this is a Taiwanese horror film. It is on Shudder right now, and it is not for everybody. This is straight-up exploitation film. Basically, it is sort of like you're tiptoeing around like a COVID-esque virus. There is a virus, and there is a scientist that is always warning people that it is going to mutate. We don't know what's going to happen if and when it mutates. Of course, it does. It mutates, and it turns everybody... Uh, who is infected into zombies. However, these zombies have full control over their uh, actions, but they are led by the primal uh, primal urges, and that is fucking and killing. 
Oh dear. So this film for me, it starts out so strong, and then then they start with the a lot of sexual assault, and it's not just you know, it, it's everyone. Nothing is off limits, and that is there dogs. There is not. I didn't see any dog fucking fucking in this. No, um, but the film itself as as a zombie film is insanely good. It is all practical effects and we get like, you know, they have these sinister smiles just smeared across their face the whole time, um, which is very unsettling because yeah. Liz was really keen to watch the it. The blood looks bloody. Eh? Yeah. And there's like this scene where this guy gets on the train and he's like, he's got sunglasses on and there's a lot of people crying, like just tears streaming down their face because obviously they're aware of what's happening and there's something in them that's like, I don't want to be doing this, but they're doing it. And he stabs this guy in the neck and it was just like a geyser of fucking blood everywhere. Um, but yeah, a lot of the practical effects are insanely good. So like one of the very first um, kills we get is this elderly woman who walks into a cafe and she basically like spits in the face of one guy, infects him, and then she grabs out the the fryer basket and tips it on the cook. And it, then we get this crazy, awesome sequence of his face melting and peeling off as well. Like, it is so good. It's a fucking textbook horror film apart from this rape. This is like, and it goes hard on what it does. So it, it sets out to be something that you remember. Shocking, yeah. 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 Um, I, like, I don't have a huge problem with certain aspects of sexual violence on screen. That sounds really weird. I can watch a lot before I start to get uncomfortable, but this made me pretty uncomfortable pretty quickly. Do you see any dicks? Oh, yeah. You see dicks. What about other nudity? You see, there's not, there's not as much nudity in this film as you would think. But there is still nudity. Um, it usually just focuses on like the the blood, the gore, the all of the kills and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, like so, basically, it's like this couple who are separated. Um, he drops her off to the train for work. He goes to get a cup of coffee. Shit goes down. He's trying to contact her, being like, "I will come get you. Stay where you are." Um, so he then goes on this journey to get her yes. um meanwhile she's kind of now being stalked by this incel of a guy who is infected and i'm say incel yeah yuck he's uh, like obsessed with her um and he kind of he's just stalks her throughout the majority of the film yeah um but yeah like it's it is tense at times it is genuinely unsettling at times but like it's it is 100 worth checking out but do not check it out if you have issues with these things. Yeah, fair enough. Like, I do not feel that you should watch it. Yeah, I probably won't. Just don't. If I'm going to watch something like that, I'll just watch fucking I'm a Hero. Yeah. Yes. You could oh. probably watch that instead. I'd watch that again in a second. Great film. Um, I also, this week, I mean, this isn't like um, what I'm going to talk about now isn't really a horror film, but it's mm-hmm. got a horror base. So I, I checked out a YouTube channel called uh, Nick Crowley. How good is that? Crowley. Nick Crowley's YouTube channel. Um, we don't often talk about YouTube channels on here, but this no. one I thought was worth a mention. This is a dude who makes documentary-style videos, um, long ones, which mm-hmm. is what I like. I like a long, you know, thorough 
investigation. Mm-hmm. This isn't a crime thing. This is a guy who just investigates the darkest corners of the internet. Yep. So he uh, cults within the, the rum via the internet, via YouTube and stuff like that. Um, strange shit that just goes on. He researches it to Billio. And so this guy is, uh, he also looks into like uh, dark in, uh, conspiracy theories and stuff like that. So the, he, he doesn't, he's not advertising conspiracy theory. He's just saying these bunch of people believe this and, yeah. and, and or, and like, and, this, and he like goes deeper and deeper and deeper and he finds stuff out. The one, the one I, I sent you, which you're, you're going to watch, Which I Jen, haven't watched yet. Uh, is like the uh, the Happy Valley Sleep Survey. Yeah. Dream Survey, sorry. And it's just like, so, and, and you just get bizarre out of how weird the internet is. Yes. Of like how, we all know that there are crazy people. Yes. But then when you think about it, these are crazy people with an access to everyone. Yes. So the Dream Survey one is so weird and he always finds out what shit's about, like, yep. like, like you know, getting people to help him out and stuff like that. It is weird. Um, every and then every video he does is good. Yeah, like you just like keep me going, keep going, keep going. I had to stop watching it when I got sick because it was too full on. Well, it would have started affecting your fever dreams. Yeah, yeah, that's why I, I wanted to avoid yeah. it. But like, it is. I mean, it's not like. Yeah, like so he has a couple of like playlists. He's got uh conspiracies, which is like really good. He has the darkest uh the darkest YouTube channels. Ooh. On on uh you know, like, you know and then he has like kind of weird shit like yep. he does uh he investigates like, you know, the back rooms. Have you heard of that? Yes. Yeah, he does a whole like massive video on the back rooms. Fuck yeah. And stuff like that, uh, which is a creepy pasta. Yeah. But that that's his only one where he makes he he sets it up as just like as if it's real. Yeah. And then at the end he goes, and it's just a creepypasta at the end. <laughs> but uh, sure. he does that. But um, he is definitely a stellar YouTube channel. If you're into like horror and we And just, you just get fucking amazed. Yeah. About how deep shit can go. Oh, yeah. It's um, insane. Kind of like eye patch wolf stuff like on Garfield and yep. all that kind of like. It's, he, he basically, he makes videos on rabbit holes. Yeah. Um, is that what they're called? Pretty much. Yeah, like... And like, I go down rabbit holes on YouTube. No, but the, like, he goes sometimes, down... sometimes, the- and, like, I think... I remember one time where I just... I It made me so depressed, and Liz had to actually take my computer away from me. <laughs> There's one where he goes... Uh, it's called, like, The Most Dangerous Cult on the Internet. That yep. video is worth watching Okay. As well. Like, and it just scares... It's not scary. It's just, like, there are so many people that... Fo- and they use the internet psychologically, so they create, like... Hundreds of accounts, yeah, that are all linked to each other and shit. And like, once you get in this cult, this blood cult, you can't get out oh. and shit. And it's just like, and it's all there, yeah. Like they all make videos themselves. It's like, and there is like, you know, fifty-seven thousand people doing this shit and like just shit like that. And it's just like, yeah, check it out. Nick Crowley's YouTube channel. I think it's just yeah. called Nick Crowley. I'm gonna um, check that out. Yeah. Oh yeah, you definitely should. Like. It's worth it. I like yeah. There's a few different ones that I and there that is, I watch. it's very horror based. Yeah, like, no, you know, it feels like this is ticks, hor- ticks my boxes. I'm cults, happy. conspiracies, like, and it's, oh, I guess it's scary because it's kind of it's real. It's what these people believe. He's yeah. not saying it's real. No, but he just shows the depth of what YouTube. He basically he he. It's it's a channel that analyzes other YouTube channels. Yeah. But, 
shit. Yeah. And Damn. he uses like the Wayback Machine. Do you know that thing? So, really? No. Nah. So, the Wayback Machine is a website that fucking has documented the whole internet. Oh. It has saved the internet from a certain time period. And that's so you can go back and anything that's ever existed, even if it's being deleted, has been saved on the Wayback Machine. Oh, God. So, there's a lot of people when they, these kind of documentary filmmaker people, they, they use the Wayback Machine. To like, you know, oh, this website's not here anymore, but you might, you'll, you'll hear the word now that people are saying it, but I use the Wayback Machine to find this out. So yep. like, none of the images are there in the Wayback Machine because none of the, the linked images, but all dialogue is there has, has been, uh, the internet has been fucking catalogued on the Wayback Machine. Wow. Everything that's ever existed, any live journal you've ever had is up there still. Like, even if you don't have it anymore and it's been cancelled, it exists on there. Wow. Um. And shit like that. So, yeah, the Wayback Machine, is there's a lot in documentaries these days. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Especially for uncovering weird shit like this. Yeah, right. Fuck yeah. Weird doctors. That oh, man, like... this sounds fascinating. Like, okay, I know what I'm doing this Nick afternoon. Nick Crowley. Just imagine Satanism and Nick. <laughs> Saint, <laughs> Saint Nick and Satanism. Nick Satanism. Nick Crowley. Nick Crowley. Yeah, okay, well, that's my afternoon set. Uh, well, my final film that I checked out uh, is a straight-up, J Jen special. I checked out a movie called Crabs. That's exclamation mark. Crabs exclamation mark. Crabs. Crabs. Uh, I've got crabs. It's basically a horde of murderous horseshoe crabs uh, descend on a sleepy coastal town on prom night, and a ragtag group of outcasts are gonna save the day. This is low budget. This is a low budget hot mess. It is. It is. Fantastic. Oh, it's new. It is new, yep. 2021. 2021. It is hilarious. It is outrageous. It is so much fun. And, you know, I'm not even going to, like, it's straight there up. Is, just, there is no actors in no, this. No, there is no actors in this. The I mean, acting, there are, but there are no one I've heard of. No, the acting in it is very, it's 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 something. Um, <laughs> there is a character that is uh, essentially just Balky from Perfect strangers oh nice um but we get some great kills we get like terrible cgi we get a kaiju monster fight is it are they is it like practical crabs or they all cg is it one um, of them so there is practical but there is clear cg and it's clear like oh god i have this thing that was due yesterday i'm just gonna do it now birdemic yeah it but, oh, God, it was so much fun. Like, I, there was a lot of laugh out louds. It's the audio sort of drops in and out at some points. Oh, God, I love this film so much. <laughs> I bought it on DVD. That's how much I really wanted it. Not even Blu-ray? Doesn't come out on Blu-ray? Didn't come out on Blu-ray. Only comes out on, like, high eight. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, this is, this is definitely, like, this is up there with, like, Zombievers. Oh, as really? well, like that kind of film. It's like there is comedy aspects to it, but because it's such terrible acting, it's like... Ugh. Double comedy? Yeah, but it's... Oh, God. It's and it's just about killer crabs. Yeah. And they, are they big? They're, so they do... There's like various versions and they start to evolve. So we've got horseshoe crabs. Of course crabs. they evolve. Yeah. Uh, horseshoe crabs, which are actually really important to science. Apparently. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, a lot of that, that kind of shit. Those, those weird... Fuckers, those like they don't even look like crabs, do they? They're kind of no. just like they look like stingrays, kind of thing. Yeah, a but if you bit. turn them over, they got like gross legs and shit. Yeah, um, but yeah, like so they evolve. So they start out little, then they get bigger, and then they get bigger, bigger, and then we get 
kaiju size. Um, yeah, this is definitely not going to be for everyone, but this would be something that I would invite everyone over to watch with some beer and chicken wings. Is it beer and chicken wing? Yeah? This is 100% beer and chicken wing. Man, they fucking, we love horseshoe crabs harvesting their blood. Yeah, their blue blood. Yeah, they got blue blood. That's weird, isn't yeah. it? So I think a lot of medical science, they use the crabs for, for it. Apparently, they're, they're, uh, conservationist warmed horseshoe crabs could go, go to extinct because their blood is being used in COVID vaccines and for drug testing after 30 of the crustaceans have already been killed off in the US. That All is right. terrible. Stop and leave the crabs alone. I can't believe they got blue blood. Man, there's some horrible fucking... Uh, Pictures the production lines of them strapped down, just getting their blood no, drained out of them. No, I don't like that. I don't want to see that. Don't tell me about that. Anyhow. Boo. So crabs. So crabs. It was like, I definitely recommend most people check it out. <laughs> like, you're going to watch it. You're going to be like. Most people? Yeah. Look, Dan, I feel that you will be like, I fucking hate you for making me watch this. Yeah, movie. I won't watch it. No, you won't watch no. it. It's fine. Um, but yeah, that's, so that's everything that I've been watching. You got anything else that you've yeah, been so catching So coattailing on? on the last episode, I watched, uh, I, you know, we talked about the Shaun of the Dead and I'm like, oh, I'm going to watch all them again. The we, Edgar Wright. I did the, the Cornetto trilogy. Uh, see, we watched Hot Fuzz, yeah. Yeah, so I did Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz and The World's End. Yep. Um, all have all have a fence joke in it. Yes. All have a Cornetto joke. Yes. Right? But the, the World's End Cornetto joke wasn't that good. It oh, was really? just like a rapper hitting a... Yeah, the thing sure. and just flying off. It was almost like an afterthought where they're like, ooh. Um, but I love all those films. Yeah. They're just good films. They're funny. They're, you know, I just love Nick Frost. Yes. He always plays this friend that I want to have. Yeah. He's apparently, like, such a nice dude as well. And, like, his Instagram is all about him, like, making roasts. Oh, you can imagine he'd eat a lot of roasts. Yeah. He's a, yeah, roast he's, dude. He's a... But, um... Yeah, and I mean, don't get me wrong. The fucking I'm, I was critical on Shaun of the Dead, what, like in the last thing, saying it got too serious. But I actually think I was a bit too hard on it. Like it's still pretty good the whole way through. It's just that one scene with the mum. Yeah. And I'd forgotten that like Dylan Moran goes to fucking shoot him, and the gun doesn't work, and like, like just how they react. And his his girlfriend is like, I forgot his name was like Daniel or whatever. Yeah. He's like, Daniel. Like <laughs> you were gonna shoot, and he was just gonna shoot like Sean just because like. Yeah, he made him look like an idiot. Yeah, exactly. He like, like hated him that much. That's just much. what people people do. Like he hated Sean. Oh, Siri's going off. Siri's having her say too. But um, yeah. So I watched Sean. Of the Dead. I watched those three. Got them out of the way. Then I went and watched The Dead Don't Die, the yep. Jim Jarmusch, which I've already banged on about a lot. And yeah, it's still fucking wicked. Yeah. The bit like I'd forgotten about that. You know, every uh, the bit where, <laughs> um. Oh, what's his name? Adam Driver's character walks in the first killing in the set, in the the diner, and uh, they're all uh, he rocks up late, and they're all out there in shock. And he walks in to have a look, and he looks around, and the, it shows the gore. It cuts to him, and he just goes, "Yuck, <laughs> <laughs> yuck!" But he's yuck, uh, and he says it twice in the film. There's yeah. another time when he like kills one of them, and he looks and goes, "Yuck." Like, and it's just like, yuck. Classic driver. Uh, classic driver. Yeah, so I, I, I pounded that. So that's four films. And then I um, indulgently watched, so this is the one I really want to watch, is Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. Yes. Um, 1982. Uh, we watched it over dinner. I made my, my wife watch it. Uh, she hadn't seen it. 
Hatch. And, uh, yeah, uh, Tom Atkins just playing Dan, Daniel, the uh, Dan Doctor, <laughs> whatever the fuck he's Dr. Dan. Dr. Dan, who's, like, clearly not a doctor, who, you know, saves a guy, like, tries to save a guy and then his daughter, and then basically shacks up with the dude's daughter, which is uh, the age of, like, Probably his daughter. Yeah, it's, it's a very weird film. Well, he and it's has all just about an evil corporation conspiracy. There's not much horror to it, as no. in like there's no monsters. No, but we get like we get the a couple of really cool are gore human scenes. kind. Yeah. Oh god, business business monsters, business monsters, corporate uh, monsters. Yeah, you get that fucking bum 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 bum. Uh, the, the the soundtrack to Silver Shamrock. Um, which I love, yes. which I, by the end of it, my wife was like, they play it too much. <laughs> That's the point. And it's just the stupidest plan of any bad guy. Like, it's just like, why are you doing this? And it's just like, ha ha, chaos. <laughs> like, but, so, like, just kill people. <laughs> like, because I'm a corporation. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I loved it. Like it was such a, sh- it's such a shit. Such one of those beautiful, clear films, though. You know, mm-hmm. yes, in like it's beautiful film stock. The sounds good. The music's fun. Like everything about it. And you just don't. If you haven't seen it before, you just don't know what's got like how it's going to turn out. You're yep. just like, why is any of this happening? And it's not in a way that it's convoluted. It's a mystery. So you're yeah. always like, well, what is happening? Yep. Why? Why is there a robotic grandma? In the corner knitting of that factory. Shut up. That's why. <laughs> yeah. Done. <laughs> Done. Uh, so that's that's all the shit I've been doing. I mean, I'm, my, uh, my my illness took me out for like a whole week. I yeah. couldn't really. All you can I do could, is lay and watch. I, I, no, I, I didn't watch. I couldn't do anything. Yeah. So I, I powered these. And we've been off the air for a little while now. So Yeah. But we did it. We did it. And that's going to be it. Yeah. That's the end. So before we sign off, um, I'd just like to do a shout out to all the people who help us on our Instagrams and all that shit and our socials. So, um, you know, thanks to all the guys who usually help us out, Chris Franks and all that, and uh, uh, support us that way. Um, Nevernoose and uh, what are some other people? Like, Ringo uh, Stalin, Adam Gillespie, Patrick oh, yeah, Roberts, yeah, 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 Ken yeah. Patterson. Adam Kister, South, South Aussie Collector, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, Underground Records, they often like... You know, poke their head out. Yeah, I spend all my money there. Oh, I did them. I know. Oh, I got things I wanted. <laughs> I know. I actually just recently serotonin. I got, <laughs> I got, um, I got a bunch. Remember, I bought a while back a bunch of patches, an yes. Evil Dead patch and a yes. Hellraiser patch, and I just bought a denim jacket recently, and I've sewn them on there. I already got some praises from people like sick Hellraiser patch. Yeah, you're looking pretty swell. Yeah, my, my, my denim jacket doesn't have any band patches on it. It's like horror it's movies horror. and fine. like skateboarding stuff. <laughs> um, so you've been listening to Television Horror Podcast with Dan and Jennifer. We've been avail- we're available on all major podcasting services and also not on the YouTube. <laughs> i got to um, change that. Yeah, yeah, fuck off YouTube. Um, but no matter where you choose to consume us, please make sure to you know, hit, hit subscribe, hit a like. You know, whatever, leave a comment, write a review, share it on your Facebook, share it on your Instagram. Just do something to help us, for fuck's sake. Yeah, anything. <laughs> Not that we need help. Bake us a cookie. Oh, bake me a thing. We, um, we're we going to be making more T-shirts again soon. We've got some stickers coming out. We've still got, like, the uh, – the, uh, I've, I've still got some. I, I, I haven't put them out. The, uh, the Ouija board yeah. stickers, which I love, and stuff like that. Anyhow, um, go do that. 
you can contact us. We got an email, which is terrorvisionpod at gmail.com because we spared no expense and got a Gmail. Yeah, exactly. Remember, kids, be kind. Rewind. Rewind.